Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Build your future with Trade Institute of Victoria. JB, Bill with Daisy Thomas. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. There is plenty of footy news kicking about, so we've got to get our man, Jay-Z, back out there. <laughs> if it's happening in footy... Jeepers, have the headlines been coming thick and fast? This man will be all over it. Let's get Jay-Z in all right, and talk footy. On Triple M's Rush Hour. He's going to try and get back out there. It's Jay-Z Clark. Welcome, Jay-Z. Now, you've been everywhere. You've been all yes. the pre-season games, so where are we starting? Very busy. Um, let's talk about the uh, the moment. Men is the big oh, story uh, today. We'll get to the intra club news uh, in a second, uh, Daisy. But very interesting, the AFL has released, and they do this uh, every year in the preseason, the salary bandings, and that sort of confirms really how many players are earning the big bucks. And this mm. year, the big story to come out of it, fellas, yep. is that the top paid players, the rich, are getting richer. So there was twelve players in the competition in twenty twenty two who earned more than a million dollars. So you go back to 2021, there was only five. Yes. You go skip forward a year to 2022 last year, and there were 12. So the big boys, the ones who uh, fill the stands and get people buying all their memberships and are on the TV ads, they are earning the big big, uh, bickies. And I know you're thinking, Daisy, well, who's that? Yes, uh, we speculate. (laughs) We like to speculate. You, like me, you know, want to know the names. Well, I'll give you a couple. Go on. Dusty Martin? Uh, yes. You'd think? In. Paddy Cripps? Yes, in. Buddy? Yes, in, but not next year. All right. Took right. a haircut. Yeah, right You're good? You're on fire? A free man or oh, former captain? What about Melbourne? Christian oh. Christian Petraga? Yes. Did you say five? Five. Yes. Even though he played eight games or whatever he played. Yeah, well, he was on a massive deal. Remember St Kilda threw the kitchen sink at him about six years ago, so he stayed wow. out there in the West. Jeremy McGovern? He could be right up the very top end. The one near 1.2. Brody Grundy, of course. Brody on, Grundy. Yeah, $950,000 a year was his average salary at Collingwood, and that's why they <laughs> lemon and sassed him. Uh, Toby Tommy, Green? Not quite at oh, the top We should end. have asked him today. Yes. Tommy Lynch at Richmond Spearhead and Jeremy Cameron. Jezza. The premiership forward, he's no, earned... He, uh, they all take about 600 down there at Geelong. He's <laughs> all not according to this. <laughs> yes. Selfless. Actually, I'm um, looking at this pay list. Okay. Yes. Yep. 1990. <laughs> yep. yep. The highest paid was 100,000 to 200,000, eight players. Hmm. It wasn't fat. <laughs> I was the You're zero the... to 60 grand. <laughs> With 441 other mates. <laughs> 442 uh, of them, oh, yeah, which would be 441 <laughs> mates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ablett, Buddha, maybe, um, who oh. else would have been? Hinkley? Was he in the David oh, Manchie would have been up there. Uh, Grant Tanner. Ronnie um, Burns. Derek Hall. But what do you think? Danny Dickfoss. Danny Dickfoss. No. There's a name. But they, the, do we like this? Do the players like this being The players hate this. Oh, yeah, they do. The players they? hate this because it, nothing good comes of it because there is no real um, certainty attached to it. Mm-hmm. You can speculate as much as you want, and mm-hmm. you do get pretty close from your sources yes. and club land and yeah. where all the legs come, but yeah. then it's just used purely against you. It's not very rarely, I should say, is it used, mm. well, he's worth that. Yep. No one's ever saying, oh, Lynch is worth 1.5, but good on him. He's taken 1.2 when he kicks 10 goals. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's overpaid. That's all the fans buy into. Yes. Not well, great. Unless else? the journos release what they earn. That'd be the players coming. Yeah. Well, would not be a disappointment on that scale. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'd way, have some empathy. I'll, yeah. Exactly. I've got a bone to pick with you. Yes. Yes. Because I heard you did your top hey, 15 most influential I read it out, Jay-Z. No, And listen. I would assume, I would assume. Yes, the I'd Jay-Z be, would be there. In, mm. the, in the pointy part if of it. If you're at number three or four, yes. 
I didn't think I'd be at number three. Well, you did. When, when the, you list wrote the list was emailed to me, <laughs> stop trying to tip me in from this. It came to my email from an anonymous source, no. daisy at sca.com.au, if you want to flick me one. <laughs> hey, what about Sydney? Your, Who's the highest paid at Sydney? I wouldn't be in your top 150. It's, um, of course, Lance Franklin. Uh, of last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. but the guard is changing. So now Isaac Heaney is Ooh, right up yeah. there. Callum Mills is right Ooh. up there. Luke Parker's been yeah, one who's, right who's earned mm. a lot. So, but uh, Heaney, the poster boy, um, is the one who earns there. The big squeeze is on a Carlton. I'll get, you, I'll get right. your thoughts Ooh, on this, to be. Yes. Daisy, because you think about sort of next year and when the trends are going. Tommy DeConing at Carlton, he is one of the most sought after players in the competition. We know St Kilda, we know Essendon would love to have him. He's one who's going to go north. But when you consider that Patrick Cripps is on uh, a million bucks, he got to Harry Mackay, Charlie Kerno, who in a match sim last week looked absolutely oh, Charlie. unbelievable. Sammy Jacob Walsh. Walsh. Sammy Walsh. So the squeeze is on at Carlton at the end of the year. Wow. And, and I think about Jack Martin, who's been highly paid. I think about Mitch McGovern. And Zach Williams. Yes. And I just wonder whether one of those three might have to be shed to keep the coning sure. and others because it seems like it's a fair old squeeze day. So. They need Ooh. success, Jay-Z. That's a simple answer. Go and give yourself a really good tilt at finals or see that it's right on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Either play a final, go deep into finals mm-hmm. this year because that becomes a bit like Geelong. If you win one or you get close, there's the incentive to stay for less. We all take a pay cut, boys. We'll get the ultimate. Oh, yeah. Rather than when that's not Spot happening. On. There's a lot of blokes coming with their hand out. Didn't you, when you took that, the uh, monster paycheck at Carlton Daisy, my mind's just flashed back for a second. Didn't you very selflessly take a bit of a pay cut at one point, just handed a bit of one six Did figures you? back? Yeah. Because I, you uh, the I got to, Why? I hit a trigger clause, which meant I would have got a fifth year with the uh, total player payment increases as well. So it would have been north of probably that. And oh. I said, uh, don't worry about it. Pay me and play me on merit. Ooh. So I gave it back, which ever sit down there two now? years later when yeah. they gave me the lemon sauce, <laughs> so I regret it. And uh, I think if uh, Stephen Trigg can respond to my email at Daisy at SCA, uh, I'll send him my BSB and account. He can just flick me yes. 700. We'll call it even. Oh. Bit of Sound all right? Phil yes. Davis there, isn't Very that? good. So, uh, <laughs> Is Phil still... Davis playing this year? He's on a rookie list. He's on a rookie he, list. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he retired. On minimum chips. Well, yeah. there is one bloke on this list getting paid zero to 60. I think oh, that was no. um, that? that could be filthy. One of the, one of the mid season pickups because okay. it's only a fifty thousand dollars six year contract. So overall, in, in tying this <laughs> poor, up, poor. Um, the average salary went up to four hundred thousand dollars per player, excluding rookies, which is nice. And for the AFL executive, okay. we can't leave these guys out of it mm. either, and girls, I should say. Yes. One point three million dollar average salary. <laughs> average. For the average people. Who, that includes the so big the people who lockdown. don't play the game get paid more than average. They mm. run the game, okay. They run the game, so <laughs> yeah. and the, and the game is healthy. <laughs> so you go back to COVID, <laughs> but this is why Daisy. Talk to it, me. In COVID, it was a forty million dollar loss. The game was in peril. Yes, right, really struggling. Last year, they made a twenty million dollar profit. So these mm. smart people who earn one point three a year. Obviously doing a good job, Bill. Good on them. Well, hang around because, as we said, you've been to every preseason match and there's lots to talk about. Please hang around after this. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. He can't say South Africa without putting on that voice. Diplomatic humidity. Oh, no. (laughs) Humidity.
Dazzy Thomas, Billy Brownless, this is Triple M's Rush Hour. Jay Clark has stuck around in between going to every single oh, club's yeah. intra-club busy. matches. Very busy oh, man oh. is Jay-Z Clark. All right, oh, Jay-Z, yes. who's on fire? Who's hot from what yep. your take is so far in the, the preseason? Yeah, the two the two best clubs that I've seen over summer, watching them carefully. I'm out there in the car parks. I'm out there in the dog parks. Oh. I'm watching, you know, <laughs> Taron Thomas, is, is he training on his own or whatever? I'm out there all the time. Daisy, Melbourne and Collingwood are the two Ooh. standouts to me. Yeah, they've been so impressive. And Brody Grundy yes. didn't train today. He had a download day. I think Jack Viney had a download day on Friday. So they are pulling a couple of the big names out every now and then. But it is brutal, the Melbourne training sessions. They are playing contested footy, surge forward. I think we're going to see Jacob Van Ruyen starting the goal square instead of uh, Benny Brown uh, this year. And I think we're going to see... The old Melbourne, the 2020 mm. Melbourne, as opposed to the 2021 Melbourne. So they're right up there. And Collingwood, I think, is the other club. Been so impressed. You maybe have a, a little bit of a question mark over the midfield depth. But Jordan Ngoi and Nick Dacos, they have been absolutely unstoppable. Ngoi, I'm hearing that. How's the ruck situation going there? Are we concerned? Is that the only asterisk? That it is. You're right. Darcy Cameron, who has had that hamstring niggle, is going to have to lead the ruck. And then Mason Cox steps in. But as you know, Daisy, man, in the ruck these days, they're just trying to bring it to gamp ground, provide a contest, mm. and then the follow-up work. So that that, that, is, that is an issue for them. McStay's been working hard in the forward half. Uh, he'll add some speed. and Genevan's been very good. So I'm bullish mm. on Collingwood. Right. I am. I don't cold. Know. Who are you cold on? Well, I'm a glass half full guy, Billy. I Sorry. like to see. You know, Tip that, it out a little well, bit and get to the negatives. On. But, no, no, but <laughs> I did have a look at Essendon, I think it was last Friday. Ooh, wow. Just and give them a kick in the guts they, down. Probably they had a real rough first quarter. Oh, the, the, the skills were poor. It does. I know they're trying to bed down a new game plan, and I like what Brad Scott's doing. They're probably a bit slower and a bit more controlled out of the back half. And that, to me, is in the face of probably what we're seeing in the competition. There is a trend to sort of yes. – you see, think of Collingwood. Get right, it and guys. go. Get it, go. Richmond, your forward hand pass on the move. Were they playing, though, the probables versus the – Possibles. Possibles? Yes, they were. They, okay. were, they were sort so of. So it should have been a bit more of a demolition mm. job because yes. that's where you can get a little bit confused. Right. Two players there. Skipper, yes. how's he look? He, he's going good. I'm not sure he's in the round one team, but oh, I no. think he's real close. Stringer? They're loving a guy called Jai Menzies in the forward pocket. Oh, Stringer. Boy, from Tassie. Yes. Yeah, he's been Played really. South Adelaide last year. Yes, that's him. Really, mm. really impressive. Um, Stringer has had a couple of weeks off. He's a bit sore in the back. Mm. He did run 10Ks, I believe, on right. Friday. Yeah. Does he look fit? He's never looked fit, I don't reckon. No, he's never. A couple of years ago, he came out when he said a lot. He was as lean as I've ever seen. I saw him at a golf day. I thought, gee, you're going to give yourself every chance. His contract year. Okay. Uh, so we love you. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you, you had a very good year. I remember one. All right, which leads us into Wellingham theory. Leads us into injuries. Yes. So I think the big question mark for a couple of clubs is what's happening in the key forward area. None bigger than St Kilda, who have lost Max King, of course, and Jack Hayes. Now they've only got Tim Membry as a main banana. Who's going to partner him? Mm. A kid called uh, Mitch Owens, 191, I think, has been trialled there. In the, uh, he's very tough. He, he looks good. Anthony Caminiti, they're yeah. brought onto the SPP Where list. do they pluck him from? Abs from the uh, Northern Knights. Yeah. He's, so, a, he's a relation to Lindra at the Grill on the Hill. There is you go. he? Yep. Fun fact. You know everyone does. I do. Um, so, um, so we you, must go there. But, so. but again, if so they're relying on second string. It's before round one. That's yep. got to be concerning. If it's not Josh Battle to swing forward, they yeah. might have to go small ball. 
St Kilda, mm. and that's Butler, that's Higgins. I think our man Roscoe's got he's uh, he's got a work ahead of him, cutting together a forward line. What all. about the Hawks? Yeah, yes. they're the other big Mitch ones. Mitch Lewis is Ooh, out for yeah. four or five. Another club who doesn't have a lot of depth, so mm. they're looking at Emerson Jecker, sort of a, a young key forward. Um, you know, Justin Kajitsky, yeah, Justin Kajitsky, uh, Jacob Kajitsky, of course. Um, so look in, in attack, I think it's going to be a really tough year for Hawthorne. You think in their midfield as well, there's Jai Newcomb, there's Will Day, Warple. there's Josh Ward and there's, and there's Warple. Mm. Other than that, they're looking at a couple of kids. Dylan Moore. Mm-hmm. Our man. Our boy. Moore. Yeah. Weddle. So I think they're going to be tested for yeah, death. Light on. Weddle. Where the, I think they could finish last Hawthorne. I wouldn't, wouldn't well, sh- it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we all say they've lost experience, uh, a lot of experience, yeah. but they don't like that in house, or they don't like they bristle when we say that. Who's going to be up forward at Geelong? Jeremy Cameron and who? I think it could be Shannon Neal. Scratcher. Who gets first crack at it for Tommy Hawkins? <laughs> yes. Now they tell me down there at Catland, his uh, recovery is going well, but we'll take no risks. With um, him coming back early, so he foot injury. Trained. Yes, foot injury. Yeah, he's a big boy. Oh, he's a, a huge boy. So, Plus, he hasn't been at training for a month. Though, no, <laughs> we might not see him. We might not see him in the first month. Asava Radagalia is still training down, down back. back. Yeah. We're going to see a new forward uh, set up. Ollie Henry on fire down there. They're loving him. Going to play half back, mm, maybe half back wing jump at the footy. And mm. some news on the captaincy front, uh, fellas. So Brisbane's Dane Zorko. What has... happened there? Why did he step down? Oh, I he pushed think he, down. I stepped down. Was he pushed or, or he? I think so. Yeah. He just tripped down well, the steps. You can walk off the plank, but when you've got seven hundred blokes trying to sort of jab this, you sort of really got no other. Forward as you see it, and that's <laughs> how we see it. <laughs> Good on. So who's going to get it? I think it'll be a Lockie Neal. He yeah. would deserve it. Harris Andrews, the other one, Hume Cluggage, probably not ready at Essendon. Uh, Dyson Hipple is the most vocal man on the track. He's he's the loudest all the time. You good. think potentially endorsed a couple of times now as well, and yeah. won by the coach, which is always good. And yes. looks good. He's been playing well. He's been one of the better. Frio, ones where do they season. land? Do you think? Is, there is a big push for Alex Pierce um, with uh, Andrew Brayshaw, of course. So yeah, it could Pierce would be a bit of a boil over. No captains, I reckon. Not Brennan Cox after he fell off the skateboard. <laughs> It's time to give the extreme, extreme games away. Fall <laughs> off a skateboard. It happens. No, it doesn't. Not anymore. And you tip it Geelong? Uh, I still think um, Paddy. Paddy Danger. Paddy Dangerfield. For one year or two years. And then Tom Stewart? And then maybe Tom Stewart. It takes over. Yeah. Very good, mate. Comprehensive as always. I may just have to look at that well list again and see mm. if I can reply and yes. get you in the top 15. Well done. Thanks for everything, Jason. Jason Clark tipping a Melbourne Collingwood grand final already. Oh, yes. It's a rush Triple M. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Start on your way to becoming a registered builder with the Trade Institute of Victoria. Head to tib.vic.edu.au. RTO 21920.